A new dawn is coming to the U.S. stock market, and it's time to throw out the investment blueprint of the last decade and prepare for a massive shift. If you've lost money over the past two years, this changes everything. Hi, my name is Mark Chaikin, and I was hired to create three new indices for the NASDAQ based on what I've learned in 50 years on Wall Street. So believe me when I tell you this shift could send dozens of stocks soaring sky high in just the next 90 days. But this is an extreme setup I haven't seen in years, since before the 2020 crash. The last time this happened, you could have more than tripled your money by just owning one stock. And I'm revealing this number one stock to buy today, 100% free of charge at newaistock.com. The question is why? Because everyday Americans will be impacted mostly by what's coming. And I want you to be on the right side of the table when this shift happens. Don't delay. Just visit www.newaistock.com. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to four hundred bucks depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now Henry makes more than two hundred rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that can be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. News Roundup and Information Overload Hour, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Uh, We've been spending a lot of time on this program, and we've been talking about how bad the economy is and what it means for you, what it means for your family, and and we've gone through a list of people that are suffering. Uh, Today was the first bit of bad news that we got this week. Consumer confidence declining now the third straight month. We'll find out how much the Fed is going to raise interest rates tomorrow. We're expecting uh, 0.75 basis points, three quarters of a point, in other words. Uh, You know, one thing I pointed out earlier is that if you calculated inflation as they as they calculated it in the 1980s, it'd be over 17 percent. You got to understand this. This is a really important point. We're at 9.1% consumer price index, the indication of inflation. Now, remember, Biden inherited 1.4% a CPI, and the actual number is much, much higher. Even President Trump said this in a speech in, what did he say, out in Arizona. And on average, now we see a, a couple, an average couple, paying Biden inflation at the cost of $6,800 a year. 
And if you drive to work, it's about another $2,000 a year you're paying in gas because of Joe's energy stupidity and his dumb policies of, you know, reducing the world supply while demand remains constant or even higher. But the former president didn't give his own estimate for the true rate of inflation when calculated. If you use the same methodology that our government used in the 80s, inflation 17.3%, which would actually be a a 75 year high. Now they're trying to change the name, the definition of recession ahead of Thursday's numbers, GDP numbers. You know, Steve Moore is going to join us in a second. He had a pretty funny list. I mentioned that in the last half hour, you know, Democrats have tried to redefine, okay, what a recession is, what the definition of peaceful is, what the definition of a woman is, what the definition of a secure border means, what transitory means, uh, and government, they never say they spend money. They're always investing money. Well, that's investing your money. That's spending. Just like invading uh, Ukraine. Well, it's only a, if it's only a minor incursion, it's still an invasion. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like this Alice in Wonderland thinking that they have. But the bottom line is every aspect of our economy is getting hurt. The poor, the middle class, people on fixed incomes are getting clobbered. I went through all those numbers at the beginning of the program. I'm not going to do it again. You know, Joe Biden saying this week, we're not going to see a recession. I think we're going to, if I'm betting, if the Atlanta Fed is predicting negative 1.6% growth for quarter number two, the definition of a recession is very simple. Two quarters, two consecutive quarters of negative growth. So if the Atlanta Fed is right, we will be officially in a recession no matter what they say. So Joe says it's not going to be a recession, and Karine Jean-Pierre refuses to give a definition of recession. Listen. Mr. President, we're getting GDP numbers on Thursday. How worried should Americans be that we could be in a recession? We're not going to be in a recession, uh, in my view. Uh, we uh, The employment rate is still one of the lowest we've had in history. It's in the 3.6 area. Uh, we still find ourselves with people investing. Uh, my, my hope is we go from this rapid growth to steady growth. And uh, so see, we'll see some coming down. But I don't think we're going to, uh, God willing, I don't think we're going to see a recession. But based on what the president said earlier, have his economic advisors told him they also don't think a recession is likely? And what is exactly the White House's definition of a recession? Again, we don't, we don't, I'm not going to define it from here. I'm just going to leave it to the NBER, as as we have stated, of how they define uh, recession. I'm just saying that we're just not going to define it. We use the indicators that the NBER, uh, uh, the National Bureau of Economic Research, have, have used. We've mentioned that a few times. All right, joining us now, Steve Moore was a member of President Trump's Economic Recovery Task Force, author of Trumponomics Inside the America First Plan to Revive Our Economy. David Bonson back with us, founding managing partner of the Bonson Group, author of There's No Free Lunch, 250 Economic Truths. Uh, thank you both for being with us, Steve. I, I, I kind of got a kick out of your list of new definitions for everything, but the reality is is two-thirds of Americans are, are, are gulping water and barely surviving, and it's getting worse for them every day. Yeah, the inflation numbers are so bad that it, it almost sounds um, insulting to the American people and completely out of touch when the White House says, oh, things are just fine, we're not really in a recession. Um, when you have 80% of Americans who say the economy is headed in the wrong direction, and by the way, Sean, those are worse numbers than they were uh, at the depths of Jimmy Carter's recession. So that's how Amer- Americans understand the uh, the ditch that we're in right now. And 
I have to say this, having worked for Donald Trump on the economy, and so I'm a little biased, but I honestly believe, Sean, if we just stuck with the Trump policies, the economy would be booming today. We wouldn't be talking about a recession. Well, you know, we got people going, finally going back to work. We got restaurants reopening. We got people going back to the movie theaters. You know, so there's no reason that we're in this ditch except that Biden changed all the Trump policies that were working. And as you said, the worst was shutting off our energy production. We wouldn't have to be, by the way, Sean, we wouldn't have to be uh, drawing down our reserves right now of, of the street. Or, or selling them to China, which was a really exactly. brilliant move to pay yeah. back for, I guess, all the money Hunter made. But go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that we should be producing about three or four million more barrels a day. And we would we would be completely energy independent. You wouldn't have the problem that Europe has right now because we could be exporting some of this stuff and we wouldn't be depleting our energy. Reserve. I mean, my gosh, hurricane season is coming up. What if we have a hurricane that knocks out one of our major refineries or one of uh, one of our major uh, pipelines? Then what are we going to do? We're, we're pretty close to running on empty here, Sean. Uh, it's that serious. I agree with you. David Bonson, welcome back to you, sir. Um, looking at these numbers, I, I, I put my money on the Atlanta Fed over Joe Biden. And the fact that they want to change the definition of recession is a little... <laughs> You know, appalling to me. I, I I find it pretty Orwellian, 1984-ish, but that's who they are. Yeah, look, it, it's a tricky thing in this sense. I, I expect politicians to lie, cheat, steal, and spin. And, you know, the NBER... You have very high given, expectations, I'll tell you. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, experience is a great teacher. Um, I believe that NBER's definition is a problem when they say it's two quarters in a row of contraction along with other, you know, deterioration in wages and employment, they leave it as a gray area. And there's no reason these, these economists are funny. They say that economics is math and science and that these central planners can get everything right. But then when it comes to defining recession, all of a sudden they re- resort to some gray area type definition. You know, Sean, politically it's irrelevant. If there's two quarters in a row of a negative GDP print, even with 3.6% unemployment, it's going to hurt Biden. That's just not going to matter. All well, that's been in the world. L- Lawrence Summers says, unless we have a year at 10% unemployment, we're not getting out of this fast. And, and we need, we need multiple and he, and years I be, of... I want to be clear. Larry's wrong about that because Larry is wrong that what you need in inflation area periods is to go attack growth. What the supply siders of the 80s taught us is that you could actually help the economy to take down inflation. I agree. Reagan did it simultaneously, and I was going to make that point. He created 20 million new jobs, the longest period of peacetime economic growth in history. So you're you're right on on all points. You know, I'm I'm just looking at the impact. They're not going to change their energy policy. So we're going to... Are to keep the 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 world supply the of the lifeblood of the world's economy. Uh, we're going to keep it artificially reduced. Here's my prediction. Tell me, and I've been saying it for two months now on this program. Once the housing market really gets impacted here, let's say they go up maybe a full basis point tomorrow uh, in in the Fed with interest rates. Okay, now we're talking about a thirty year mortgage somewhere close to the seven. Uh, percent mark for a 30-year fixed mortgage new home construction i predict steve moore will come to a screeching halt sale of pre-existing homes will stop nobody's going to want to give up their 2.8 percent mortgage or their 3.75 percent mortgage whatever it happens to be 
and nobody's going to want to pay 7%. So those sales will come to a screeching halt. Home values yeah. will begin to tank yeah. quickly. Yeah. And and then we'll really feel the impact even greater because that's all going to happen in the next 6, 9, 12 months. Well, I hope you're wrong, Sean, but you you very well may, may be right. I'm nervous about that, too. And we saw what happened in 2008. What, what are the odds that I'm right? Well, you know, those rates are going to go up, and we're already seeing a little bit of a slowdown in the housing. And the housing yeah, really it's been, a pretty you know, significant slowdown. Yeah, so I think that, and, and look, I'll just give you a personal example. My wife and I looked at our 401k plan. Don't forget about the stock market. That's a catastrophe this year as well. So we lost several hundred thousand dollars, and I'm not rich in our retirement savings. And so we said, well, at least we got a lot of equity in our house. But <laughs> if those home values go down, you know, you're going to have families like the Moore family. That just, what, what happened to all our money? Quick break. More on the economy with Steve Moore and David Bonson on the other side. 800-941-SEAN. Our number will take your calls. Anyway, one way to save money, and this is the great thing that our friends at AmericanFinancing.net are offering. We know interest rates are going up. We're going to have another rate increase tomorrow. We're expecting as many six, seven more rate increases after this. Um, they're going to give you a free financial review, mortgage review, debt consolidation review, and see if they can't save you money every month and over the course of your loan. Now, all you have to do is pick up the phone. No risk, no obligation, no pressure at all whatsoever. Let them go over all of your finances with you and let them get back to you with a plan that might save you money every month and save you a ton of money over the course of your mortgage. Maybe you do debt consolidation, you have one low monthly payment, but you won't know if you don't make the call. They're financial experts, they're, they're debt consolidation experts, they're mortgage experts are standing by, they'll take your call, they'll give you a free consultation, no obligation review, 866-615-9200, 866-615-9200. On the web, it's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, Truth alive. Hannity is on right now. All right, more on the economy. Bad news today, consumer confidence down. We'll see how many basis points the Fed raises interest rates tomorrow. And then on Thursday, we'll see we'll find out officially if we're in a recession. The Atlanta Fed is predicting negative growth at 1.6%. We'll see if they're right or if Joe Biden's right that we're not going to hit a recession. But that would be, by definition, a recession. What's going to happen, in your view, David Bonson, to the to the real estate market? Am I right? Am I wrong? Am I in the middle? Where am I? Well, I don't want Steve Moore and his wife to feel poor, but I have to say, if home prices come down a little bit, I think that might be a good thing because they're in a bubble. They went up too much too fast, and I don't think yeah. Steve and his wife were really getting richer when the market, the housing prices went up 25% artificially in the last couple of years, and I don't yeah, think but, anyone's but, but By the way, David, I saw, down, I know people that sold thing. their homes in the last year at a massive profit yeah. and they they cashed out they they yeah. would put their home up for sale they'd have three four fifteen offers over asking the same day yeah. those days are dead they're over and they should be dead they weren't good and the fed created it with artificially low rates but here uh, back to my supply side agenda that you both agree with well our problem yeah. is that we are not doing enough to facilitate the building of new houses we need to clear the market and you have a supply demand imbalance because the governors like newsom in california put so many 
many restrictions on building new houses, so many crazy environmental regulations. That's the way you right-size the housing market. Don't let the Fed manipulate it. Let's build more but the houses. Par- but, David, the problem is... Is all right if you got if you were getting a three percent thirty year fixed mortgage and now you're going to get a seven percent thirty year fixed mortgage. You guys do the math. The half a million dollar home, how much more per month are you going to be paying just in interest? It's going to be what two thousand hundred fifteen hundred. Solution, Sean. I know the solution is I don't want the Fed picking the rate. It shouldn't be three and it shouldn't be seven. The buyers and sellers can figure out what the rate should be, and and seven is too high and three is too low. But when has that ever happened in modern history? That's not the way it works. Once once the Fed raises interest rates, it's going to go up across the board, is it not? It's been going up. I think that mortgage rates are probably going to peak soon, but they're peaking at a level that is very high compared to what people are used to. I think that the reality is people that need a 2% mortgage to buy a home can't afford the home they're buying. So they created a bubble. And now all of a sudden we care about housing prices being too high because people's kids, grandkids, they can't afford to buy a home. So I'm just saying that there's two sides to it. I don't want to create a but here's the point, to too. Who's going to want to give up a 3% 30-year mortgage for a 7% 30-year mortgage? Nobody. Yeah. Well, that's true. And, you know, people can't refinance. <laughs> you know, that was a big part of the housing boom and the, and the banking boom was the re- refinancing. Nobody's going to refinance at higher interest rates. I'm worried. I'm with you, Sean. I am worried about... Uh, this bubble. And, and, you know, David's right. There's been a bit of a bubble. But you, we've, we should have learned from 2006 and 7 and 8 that when the Fed allows these bubbles to, to you know, top, boy, it can cause real pain and suffering. I and mean, remember how banks, big banks, I don't know if you think this could happen, David, but remember the Bear Stearns and uh, companies like that, really, literally, in 72 hours. <laughs> they were out of business. So I, I, I hope I'm wrong, but those kind of financial. I'm not sure that we painful. made that same mistake. And that was lowering the standards for applicants in terms of well, their ability true. to get mortgages. And I have been reading that a lot of banks have actually been preparing for the possibility of a lot of foreclosures, which I hope doesn't happen to anybody. I don't, wouldn't wish that on anyone. Yeah. Um, right. All right, we're going to let you both go. Stephen Moore. Now, by the way, David Bonson has a brand new free introduction to e- economics class. What is it, online? Yes, it is. Online, free. We want people to learn economics, supply side, the right way, as God understood it to be. What is the real quick one sentence each. What do you recommend people do now? I'm saying save money wherever you can, and if you can bring in extra money, find a way. What do you say, Steve? I say keep continue to work hard. If you don't have a job, better get one while they're out there. And I don't think I'd sell the stock market right now because the, the prices have fallen already so much. David? Wake up every day and be as productive as you can be because that's what God made you to be. Be productive, and it solves a lot of financial problems, too. It does. Maybe a little. Maybe instead of working a 40-hour week, join the rest of us. Work 70, 80, 90 hours. Um, and I know that people don't like to hear that advice, but that's what I do. Um, anyway, thank you both. David Bonson, Steve Moore. I've done that my whole life. Just keep working, working, working. Anyway, when I was a contractor, I remember I, I would work through the night if I could. You know, if people would let me stay or if I was working in a commercial facility, I'd stay as long as they let me. Jobs. Joe Biden can't spell it and he can't keep them for the American people. Check out the Sean Hannity Jobs Forum today. Now, Hannity's on Coast to Coast. 
25 to the top of the hour. Let's go right to our busy phones. Final half hour of the show today. We got a great Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Uh, let's start in Connecticut. Christine is with us. Christine, hi. Welcome to the show. Glad you called. Hi, thanks, Sean. I happen to be a conservative transgender woman, and I hated the idea of um, that venue that canceled out on Dave Chappelle, forcing him to relocate. You know, you're, you're talking about a comedian, sir. They entertain. They make jokes about everybody. It's it's no big deal. And if our leftist trans activists had a problem with it, don't buy a ticket and just be quiet about it. Did you watch the Netflix special where he addressed this very specific issue in great great detail, great specificity? I was now a lot of it was funny, but but he really dug down deep and and really went into the weeds that he doesn't hate anybody. And I watched it very closely, and I thought it was actually a pretty powerful um segment that he did um and and you're right on that point let me ask you a question i am betting that when you tell people that that you're transgender i'm betting most Mm -hmm. people probably don't bat an eyelash i think most people if we really want to cut to the chase i think we're all wrapped up in our own lives okay you're transgender that's you're an adult you've made your decision based on what you believe is right for you and i think that most people probably are pretty accepting of it uh maybe occasionally you know you meet some jackass but they're jack i meet jackasses that hate my guts and they have no problem telling me that they hate my guts but um, i'm betting that most people are pretty accepting of it and they leave you alone is that right or wrong that that's perfect i think ever since biden took office and right after he uh declared war on fossil fuels he um, started, well, all the transgender rights, we're going to do this. He threw us right into the center ring. He put the spotlight uh, on us, and that created, like, oh, you're, you're shoving an agenda down anyone's throat, which we're really not. We're trying to live our lives quietly. And then they doubled down with the social engineered learning with the LGBT issues in school. I, I'm totally against that too. And then Rachel, Levine I mean, do you, do you week, think it's age appropriate to be talking about gender identity in grade school? Because I don't. No, no I, I agree with you, sir. And plus, introducing a gender ideology, making think trans is cool. That's totally not. It's totally different from gender dysphoria. I wouldn't wish gender dysphoria on anyone. And why are we introducing young kids? To this uh, they're not helping let me, let me ask you one other question what do you think about people sure. born biologically as men competing in women's sports like leah thompson oh is it thompson i think it's thompson leah thompson i'm sorry leah I thomas leah be, thomas i happen to be an athlete in my sport pre-transition i'm probably the most accomplished athlete in the trans community before we transition i think something has to be done i think um but is it, for example, the Bru- when Caitlyn Jenner, well, remember mm-hmm. when, when Caitlyn was Bruce, I mean, there was no greater athlete in the world yeah. uh, winning the decathlon. I mean, he was phenomenal. She has said to me that I don't really care what your testosterone levels are now. What were they when you were it going through puberty? And then she said, I could compete in professional golf tournaments. Caitlyn Jenner loves to play golf, but I drive the ball 285, 290 yards. Um, I would have advantage because I was biologically born a man. Do you agree with that? Because at that point now, Title IX comes into effect, uh, taking uh, yeah. away opportunities for girls' sports, which Title IX sought to address. Um, to me, it's not really that complicated. I, I, I think it gives an unfair advantage based on what Caitlin has said. We are seeing in some sports 
they make the wait time longer. In my sport, you now have to send video What's your sport? headquarters. Bowling. What's your sport? Bowling. Really? You're a good bowler? I've been on a national championship team. I'm in four different bowling hall of fames. That's amazing. Congratulations. So, but I, now you know, I'm when I was a kid, I used to be a good pitcher, and I, I used to be a decent bowler. I, 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 can't, I throw a gutter ball now. I can't even throw it anymore because of all my martial arts training and all I bulked oh, up too boy. much. So where did you grow up bowling? I bowl a lot of tournaments in the in the ah, just locally as a kid. I, we used to, you know, at, at school they'd take us once a week. Anyway, look, I appreciate your call, and more importantly, you know, just common sense. I, I think people exactly. get very offended when they feel like that that people with an agenda, like for example, there might be parents that have very different views on the issue of of gender identity than you do, and how they want to teach their kids. It's not the school district's responsibility, in my view, to, to do that. Their job is reading, writing, math, science, computers, and if they want to do classes after school, the kids can opt into if talk about these issues. I'm fine with that, but don't take away precious education time, especially with our kids failing to meet, you know, basic core standards in most public schools in America. So anyway, but we appreciate you being out there. Thanks for your call, Christine. Thank you. Uh, Brenda in New Mexico is next. Brenda, how are you? Glad you called. I'm good, Sean. How about yourself? I'm good. Thank you. I am good. I, I was listening yesterday about Gavin Newsom, and, and I wanted to just touch base on the hypocrisy of his energy. Um, we're contractors, and we recently were working out at a coal-powered uh, plant, electricity plant. And I was, I was questioning them on where this power was actually going to, and the answer was California. And I said, well, I thought we weren't going to do this in you know, California, and I found out that they have a 20-year contract with the state of California to get our coal-powered electricity to them, which... Well, I, I mean, the, the hypocrisy abounds, right? But, I mean, what choice do they have? They already have rolling brownouts, in, you know, in, in California, and we've not right. updated our electric grid or added to it because environmental extremists... You know, one of the most interesting stories today that nobody will pay any attention to that has a lot to do with the economy has to do with with Vladimir Putin and his policies as it relates to energy with with Western Europe. And they're now they they have cut back 80 percent. They have reduced by 80 percent the flow of natural gas into Western Europe. Now, you would think that that might be a warning sign to America don't give up your energy independence. Like they mothballed in, in Germany. They mothballed all of their coal fire uh, uh, electric grid and became reliant on a hostile regime, Russia, a hostile actor, Vladimir Putin. They w did multi-billion dollar deals for natural gas and energy from Putin. Now Putin is mad that they're supporting Ukraine. And now he's shut off the spigot. And now Germany is scrambling to to get an electric grid that they find reliable the smart thing would be for us to be providing their natural gas needs considering we have hundreds of years worth of resources available in this country we we are the we are the middle east of natural gas we have so much of it you know we would be able to help them out in their time of need but unfortunately new green dealism climate alarmist cultism won't allow us to do it we'd get so rich as a country we would never have to worry about a recession any American that wanted a high-paying career job would get one. We wouldn't need any new Green Deal and government-guaranteed wages because the wages would be high. But we're too stupid to do it. We are about to make the same mistake Western Europe made 
and that's and that's Joe dealing with Iran, Russia, Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, OPEC. We don't need to do business with them. We've got hundreds of years worth of energy supplies right here in the good old USA. It's good for national security. It's good for job creation. It would automatically reduce the price of energy to heat and cool your home, the price of the pump and the price of every item you buy in every store you go to. And it would reduce inflation dramatically. But they're never going to do that. For some reason, they've convinced themselves that it's okay if we pay or as Pete Buttigieg says, you know, the more people pay, the higher the cost, the more benefit. There's no more benefit here. There's no benefit at all because they don't have the technology, you know, in the foreseeable future defined by the next decade or two easy to replace the power grid with renewable energy. So now we're, we're all stuck paying the price because of, of their adherence to their religious cult. And we're all paying a big price for it. But that's the only reason we're suffering, because their decision to get off of, of fossil fuels, but only domestic fossil fuels, not fossil fuels from countries that hate our guts, from hostile regimes. It makes no sense. It, it does make no sense. And at the same time, while he's over begging Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, and everybody else for oil, he's selling our oil to China. It's, it's unfathomable our strategic what, what they're doing. Preserve oil, which is for yes. strategically for emergencies. I think it was Steve Moore made the point earlier this hour. What happens if a hurricane knocks out one of our refineries? We're screwed. And by yeah. the way, we're heading in the hurricane season. Could happen. I, Could happen easily. I, you know, we I haven't built a refinery in this country in, in three decades or more. And, and that's another big mistake we've made. Anyway, Brenda, thank you. Good call. Greg in Detroit. Greg, how are you? All right. Greg's not there. Mary in California. What's up, Mary? How are you? Glad you called. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I'm calling because I live in Los Angeles, California. I live under Gavin Newsom. And I'm calling to warn every American out there that if he becomes president, the crime rate, you will not be able to live in this country. Let me tell you, not hearsay, but firsthand, what's really happening in, Cal in Los Angeles. I live in Malibu. I, I have three college degrees, okay? My kid was shot in the back, okay? My down-the-street neighbor, that kid was murdered, okay, just in a store. They are looting all the stores San Francisco, Los Angeles, Newport, San Diego, you can't go to any nice store and just walk in. Every store has a guard. Why? Because they're just throwing hammers through the windows, running in, taking everything. You can't buy anything out here anymore, okay? Homeless. Gavin Newsom is 100% responsible for the homeless problem out here. There are hundreds of thousands of them. I am very well traveled. I just came back from Europe. You, America has no idea about the homeless problem here. They are everywhere. I, I go to D.C. quite a bit. Magnify the homeless problem out of D.C. by 50,000 times. And you know why they're not doing the homeless count? They always use the cover of COVID. No, they don't want to do the homeless count because there are so many of them. You go to the beach here now, you see fist fights. There's no cops. There's nothing. Malibu, they took a machete to some poor tourist's ear. You go down to Venice, 
There's shootings all the time. Pacific Palisades, okay, one of the wealthiest neighborhoods, they are actively looting all the stores. I was in a store. The guy ran in with a gigantic bag, said a bunch of curse words, and then took all the sunglasses off the shelf. I was sitting there. This is not hearsay. I am living proof that if Gavin Newsom becomes president of the United States, it will every single town in this country will become what has become of California. And then I want to add something. He just pulled a real fast one. He just said that now in California, we're going to give health care to undocumented residents. Okay, and he's trying to say, well, that's a good thing. So the hospitals, you know, will be reimbursed through federal and state dollars, your tax dollars, basically. Well, it's not a good thing because, number one, more will just come. They don't pay anything into the system. And then when you turn 50 or 60 and you need the health care system, it's not going to be there for you. Okay, I want America to really understand something. They hate your guts. Come to L.A., come to San Francisco, Newport Beach, San Diego, Riverside, Tahoe. They are smash and grab, and they're not going to do anything about it, and they're not going to do anything about it because it gives them control. And if that, ha- if, if that, it's not about any other issue. You can't live somewhere if you're not safe. Oh, I, I, you can't say it any better than that. You cannot pursue happiness if you don't have law and order, safety, security. It's that simple. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Uh, We have two investigations on Hannity tonight. Ted Cruz giving us exclusive graphic video detailing a narco slave trade at our southern border it's beyond barbaric and ted cruz says president biden is responsible for quote a plague of slavery also uh ron johnson will join us whistleblowers now saying that the biden fbi and doj are burying damning evidence against zero experience hunter biden we'll look into that we'll look at the economy with steve moore laura trump pam bondi mark meadows and jim jordan 9 Eastern, set your DVR, Hannity, Fox, see you tonight, back here tomorrow. Thank you for joining us and making this show possible. You know, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families ever since 9-11. Now, hero first responders and service members, the people that serve our communities, our country, those who die in the line of duty, those who are catastrophically injured, veterans who have fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York, firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Now, Arno was killed while protecting his community. He was battling a warehouse fire. He left behind a wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made their memories with their hero. Now you can join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on the mission to do good and support the families of America's greatest heroes, and that means the families of fallen first responders just like Jason Arno and Gold Star families with young children and catastrophically injured service members and also homeless vets. 
Please commit to $11 a month. Go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easier to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns. And you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. A new dawn is coming to the U.S. stock market, and it's time to throw out the investment blueprint of the last decade and prepare for a massive shift. If you've lost money over the past two years, this changes everything. Hi, my name is Mark Chaikin, and I was hired to create three new indices for the NASDAQ based on what I've learned in 50 years on Wall Street. So believe me when I tell you this shift could send dozens of stocks soaring sky high in just the next 90 days. But this is an extreme setup I haven't seen in years, since before the 2020 crash. The last time this happened, you could have more than tripled your money by just owning one stock. And I'm revealing this number one stock to buy today, 100% free of charge at newaistock.com. The question is why? Because everyday Americans will be impacted mostly by what's coming. And I want you to be on the right side of the table when this shift happens. Don't delay. Just visit www.newaistock.com.